Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. So I want to welcome you to this Friday evening prayer edition here. Getting ready to wrap up our week, go into the weekend. I want to thank you so much for joining me as we're going through this uh, spiritual discipline of the daily office, which is uh, liturgical morning and evening prayer out of the Anglican tradition, out of the English Christian tradition. So for those that are wondering what this is about, this is a liturgy. It's a set uh, format for prayers and readings uh, that uh, provides opportunity for confession, for um, adoration, for hearing God's word, for um, intercession and petition. There we go. had to think about it for a second. And for uh, Thanksgiving. So it's, uh, and it, and it, beautifully weaves in scripture and uh, just uh, just beautiful language throughout. So uh, I found this was a great help for me as I was struggling with my prayer and devotion life. And I thought, well, if it helped me, maybe it'll help you too. So uh, wherever you're listening from, I'm glad you're joining me here today. If you'd like to follow along with that uh, set liturgy, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Um, you can go to the Anglican Church in North America website, which is anglicanchurch.net. Uh, click on the Resources tab. Look for the Book of Common Prayer, which is the prayer book for the Anglican Church, um, hence the name of the podcast, Common Prayer. And so, yeah, if you click on the Resources tab, look for Book of Common Prayer. Uh, there should be uh, some files um, in there that uh, you can pull up to see the evening prayer uh, liturgy, the morning prayer liturgy. You can actually even pull up the a PDF of the entire Book of Common Prayer if you'd like to look through it. It's uh, it's uh, a beautiful composition of prayers for a variety of occasions. And this is the 2019 version uh, published by the Anglican Church in North America. Uh, you can also follow along at dailyoffice2019.com. Make sure you're on evening prayer for... Friday, July 21st, 2023. You can follow along that way. Or you can just uh, listen uh, and follow along as I read through the liturgy here in the podcast. So whichever way you decide to participate, uh, you're more than welcome. And again, I am so glad that you're joining me here for this. And so as we prepare to begin, let us uh, let us take a moment to uh, have some silent reflection, just to prepare our hearts uh, for worship. So again, this is evening prayer for Friday, July 21st, 2023. This is the, in the church calendar, this would be considered the Friday after the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. And as we do with every morning and evening prayer service, We'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. I will thank the Lord for giving me counsel. My heart also chastens me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me. He is at my right hand. Therefore, I shall not fall. Dearly beloved, the Scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. 
We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the words of the Fos Haleron. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this evening prayer for the 21st day of the month is Psalm 106. <clears throat> o give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endures forever. Who can express the mighty acts of the Lord, or show forth all his praise? Blessed are those who act with justice and who always do righteousness. Remember me, O Lord, according to the favor that you show to your people. O visit me with your salvation, that I may see the felicity of your chosen, and rejoice in the gladness of your people, and give thanks with your inheritance. We have sinned like our fathers. We have done wrong and dealt wickedly. 
Our fathers regarded not your wonders in Egypt, neither did they keep your great goodness in remembrance, but were disobedient at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make his power known. He rebuked the Red Sea, and it was dried up. So he led them through the deep, as through a wilderness. And he saved them from the adversary's hand, and delivered them from the hand of the enemy. As for those who troubled them, the waters overwhelmed them. There was not one of them left. Then they believed his words, and sang praises unto him. But soon they forgot his works, and would not wait for his counsel. A craving came upon them in the wilderness, and they tempted God in the desert. So he gave them their desire, and sent leanness into their soul. They were envious of Moses also in the camp, and of Aaron the Holy One of the Lord. So the earth opened and swallowed up Dathan, and covered the company of Abiram. And a fire was kindled in their company. The flame burnt up the ungodly. They made a calf in Horeb, and worshipped a molten image. Thus they exchanged their glory for the image of a calf that feeds on hay. And they forgot God their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and fearful things by the Red Sea. So he said he would have destroyed them, had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the gap, to turn away his wrathful indignation, lest he should destroy them. Then they scorned that pleasant land, and gave no credence to his word, but murmured in their tents, and did not hearken to the voice of the Lord. Then he lifted up his hand against them, to overthrow them in the wilderness, to cast out their seed among the nations, and to scatter them in all the lands. They joined themselves to Baal Peor, and ate the offerings to the dead. Thus they provoked him to anger with their wanton deeds, and the plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and interceded, and so the plague was ended, and that was counted to him as righteousness among all generations forevermore. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that he punished Moses for their misdeeds. For they provoked him to anger, so that he spoke rashly with his lips. Neither did they destroy the peoples, as the Lord commanded them, but intermingled among the nations, and learned their heathen ways, so that they worshipped their idols, which became a snare to them. They offered their sons and their daughters to demons, and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they offered to the idols of Canaan, and the land was defiled with blood. Thus were they defiled by their own works, and went whoring with their own deeds. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, and he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them over into the hands of the nations, and those who hated them 
were lords over them. Their enemies oppressed them and held them in subjection. Many a time did he deliver them, but they rebelled against him through their own devices and were brought down in their wickedness. Nevertheless, when he saw their adversity, when he heard their lamentation, he remembered his covenant and pitied them according to the multitude of his mercies. He made all those who led them away captive to pity them. Deliver us, O Lord, our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and make our boast of your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and world without end. And let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson for this evening prayer service is a reading from the book of Ezra, beginning with the ninth chapter and the first verse. After these things had been done, the officials approached me and said, The people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the peoples of the lands with their abominations, from the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. For they have taken some of their daughters to be wives for themselves and for their sons, so that the holy race has mixed itself with the peoples of the lands. And in this faithlessness, the hand of the officials and chief men has been foremost. As soon as I heard this, I tore my garment and my cloak, and pulled hair from my head and beard, and sat appalled. Then all who trembled at the words of the God of Israel because of the faithlessness of the returned exiles, gathered around me while I sat appalled until the evening sacrifice. And at the evening sacrifice I rose from my fasting, with my garment and my cloak torn, and fell upon my knees and spread out my hands to the Lord my God, saying, O my God, I am ashamed and blush to lift my face to you, my God, for our iniquities have risen higher than our heads, and our guilt has mounted up to the heavens. From the days of our fathers to this day we have been in great guilt, and for our iniquities we, our kings, and our priests have been given into the hand of the kings of the lands, to the sword, to captivity, to plundering, and to utter shame as it is today. But now, for a brief moment, favor has been shown by the Lord our God to leave us a remnant and to give us a secure hold within his holy place, that our God may brighten our eyes and grant us a little reviving in our slavery. For we are slaves. Yet our God has not forsaken us in our slavery, but has extended to us his steadfast love before the kings of Persia, to grant us some reviving, to set up the house of our God, to repair its ruins, 
and to give us protection in Judea and Jerusalem. And now, O our God, what shall we say after this? For we have forsaken your commandments, which you commanded by your servants the prophets, saying, The land that you are entering to take possession of it is a land impure with the impurity of the peoples of the lands, with their abominations that have filled it from end to end with their uncleanness. Therefore do not give your daughters to their sons, neither take their daughters for your sons, and never seek their peace or prosperity, that you may be strong and eat the good of the land, and leave it for an inheritance to your children forever. And after all that has come upon us for our evil deeds and for our great guilt, seeing that you, our God, have punished us less than our iniquities deserved, and have given us such a remnant as this, shall we break your commandments again and intermarry with the peoples who practice these abominations? Would you not be angry with us until you consumed us, so that there should be no remnant nor any to escape? O Lord, the God of Israel, you are just, for we are left a remnant that has escaped as it is today. Behold, we are before you in our guilt, for none can stand before you because of this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the words of the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson for this service is a, <clears throat> pardon me, a reading from St. Paul's second epistle to St. Timothy, beginning with the fourth chapter and the first verse. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. But, having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, 
do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Do your best to come to me soon. For Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Luke alone is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. Tychicus I have sent to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas, also the books, and above all the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Beware of him yourself, for he strongly opposed our message. At my first offense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that through the, me the message might be fully proclaimed, and all Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Greet Prisca and Aquila, and the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus remained at Corinth, and I left Trophimus, who was ill, at Miletus. Do your best to come before winter. Eubulus sends greetings to you, as do Pudens and Linus and Claudia and all the brothers. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the words of the Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. 
On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants and that we may receive what we ask. Teach us by your Holy Spirit to ask only those things that are pleasing to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the same Spirit lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Faith. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death, you took away the sting of death. Grant to us, your servants, so to follow in faith where you have led the way, that we may at length fall asleep peacefully in you and wake up in your likeness. For your tender mercy's sake. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Keep watch. Dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. We're now at the portion of the service where you're free to offer your own 
prayers and intercessions and petitions to the Lord. So feel free to pause this podcast and take a little time to present your needs, the needs of others, uh, the needs of your community, whatever God lays on your heart. And we'll come back together for the Thanksgiving. Now that we've presented our petitions before the Lord, let us thank him for his blessings in the words of the general thanksgiving. Let us pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. And glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. Well, that brings us to the end of this evening prayer service for Friday. I'm so glad that you got a chance to join in with me with this. I hope it was a a time of blessing for you, a time of refreshing for you. If it was, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Twitter at commonprayer, <clears throat> pardon me, at commonprayer419. Uh, for those that may not be familiar, the 419 is actually a reference to the this northwest Ohio area that I live in, it's the um, telephone prefix for that area, for this area. And part of my hope with this is that because there's not a lot of um, Anglican fellowship in this part of the state, uh, that maybe if people who live in this area and maybe have some some background with Anglicanism or maybe just an interest in learning more about it, um, my hope is that maybe this will provide an opportunity for for fellowship, for community, just for holding each other up and 
as brothers and sisters in the Lord. So especially if you happen to be in this part of Ohio, this uh, northwest uh, Ohio area, by all means, uh, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, should be on almost every uh, streaming platform at this point, I believe. Um, one thing I neglected to mention, uh, uh, speaking of fellowship and community, uh, for those that live outside this area, and if you're looking to learn more about Anglicanism or experience uh, Anglican worship in person, uh, the Anglican Church in North America has dioceses that stretch uh, throughout the United States, um, uh, presence in Canada as well. Um, you can find out more by, again, going to anglicanchurch.net. I believe if you click on, I believe it's structure, and then it says diocese, and then it lists out all the dioceses in the uh, uh, in the church, and uh, you can see where the different parishes are. Um that are uh, in each diocese. And, for instance, I I think I mentioned in a previous podcast, I got the chance to go to Holy Spirit Anglican Church um, in Akron recently with my family. Um, It was a great experience. Uh, Wonderful people. Great worship. um, Great uh, great message. Just a a wonderful... uh, sense of the presence of the Lord and just that fellowship with uh, with fellow believers. It was a wonderful experience and I definitely recommend if you're in the Akron area, go and check that out. It's the pro-cathedral for the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes and uh, that is a, a diocese that uh, includes parishes throughout uh, in Ohio and uh, uh, Indiana and uh, Michigan and Kentucky, um, as well as some other uh, some other parts uh, uh, around the Great Lakes area here. Um, you can check them out directly at adgl.us. That's Anglican. That's adgl, as in Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes. Dot us. You can find out more about that diocese there. Or you can find a diocese in the area where you're listening to and uh, maybe see about connecting that way. It is great to get together with fellow believers and to spur one another along in our faith as we worship together. So I definitely highly recommend that. So having gone on with all of that, (laughs) I'll go ahead and leave you here for this weekend. I hope it's a wonderful one. Uh, Again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. I pray God's rich and abundant blessings upon each and every one of you, and I will see you again next time.